Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Blue Jays. Today, we're going to go in-depth into the Bo Bichette interview that he did. Then, we're going to ask ourselves the question, do we need more pitching? And then Carter came up with one of these, another one of these specialty drafts, so he's going to let us know what that is, and then we're going to go through that. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Blue Jays. Thank you for making Locked On Blue Jays your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. So, Carter, I want to start with the interview that Bo Bichette did on Blair and Barker. Um, I'm going to read you the first little bit that he said. Um, and then and then I'll ask for sort of what you're thinking. He says, we're not a young team anymore. The whole excuse of growing and learning and all that, it's out the window. It's time to be grown. What do you get out of that? There's a lot of players that have been with the Jays for a few years now. They've been trying to build this kind of from the ground up uh, ever since uh, 2017, 2018. And I think more so he's referring to uh, the big three once in the Blue Jays system there. It was uh, Kevin Biggio, Bobichette, and obviously Vladdy. So, these three, especially, there's obviously some other guys that are going to make big impacts. You got George Springer, whatever. These, But these three other younger guys on your team that you've been developing in their system for a long time, you need them to show up in these big moments. They've been through, they've had some playoff experience now. They've played six years. The time is running out. A lot of these guys only have a few years left on their deals. So it's kind of now or never. And I think the players are finally starting to feel that. Yeah, and I mean, even even in when they go into arbitration, it feels like we're not having the easiest time coming to an agreement, which is a little bit concerning just in the sense of, do these guys necessarily have that drive, that want to be Blue Jays? Yeah, with Boba Shett, obviously he struggled a little bit with arbitration uh, last year, and they finally did reach uh, a three-year deal. So that was good. But obviously now we have Vladdy, who is going through the arbitration process. They Both sides cannot come to an agreement, so they're going to have to go to a third party there. It's a little bit scary to think about. Two of uh, your future stars that are still developing with almost at their primes. I mean, 27, 28, this should be your prime in baseball. So they're running out of time to uh, stick together here. Obviously, Boba Shett's going to want money. Vladdy's going to want money. All these younger players are not going to be settling for these 5, 10. Obviously, with Vladdy and Bo, it's a little bit different. Uh, Bo's at 10, and then Vladdy's at 20 around there. But, uh, yeah, like it's going to be tough for Rodgers to be uh, throwing all this money around to all these players. Yeah, and I'm going to go into the next thing he said, which I think just um, it, he really points out like to the experience that they've had. So he says, I think we've been through enough experiences at this point, not to say what we've gone through isn't great experiences, but I think saying we're learning, saying we're growing, that kind of stuff is over, and it's time to get stuff done. Now, for, for, for what I read out of that is that they're get like you said, they're getting to that age where we can't be treating them as kids anymore. Like I think we have been for a while, like, Oh, they're, they're going to be fine. They, they're not even at their primes yet. Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's time to start thinking these are the formative years the the primary years that these guys careers possibly. And we have to take full advantage. I think they know that they have to take full advantage and what we've seen over the past few years of the ups and downs, the the hot and cold, the all over the place sort of play needs to be done. They have to get in the mindset of win now and want to win now. And I don't know that necessarily they were in that mindset, but 
it seems like Bo is on the right track. I, I actually love his response to some of these questions. But at the same time, I players say this stuff all the time, right? So I, I need proof. And I don't know if that's where you stand or if, or if you think they're going to be there or do you still need to see something? Yeah, it's tough when uh, they've had success in the regular seasons. But as soon as the playoffs come around, there has been not a lot to be happy about for a lot of these uh, these games that we've seen. And it's it's going to be unfortunate when like you look at the next coming years, even next year in 2025, we have Kikuchi, Kevin Kiermeyer, Yemi Garcia, Danny Jansen, and uh, Trevor Richards all up for uh, contract extensions. So are they going to be able to bring all these guys back? Probably not. You're going to have to pick and choose who you want. And the year after that's even worse. You got Genesis Caprera, Eric Swanson, Tim Meza, Kevin Biggio, Jordan Romano, Chad Green, Isaiah Conifer-Leffa, Chris Bassett, and then Bo Bichette. So that is a lot of big names on the Jays. So really, this is kind of the last year that you're going to have this kind of group together. So when he's saying, like, we're running out of time, he's right. This, this is it. This team could look very different in the next coming years. Yeah, and and it is scary because when I think back to watching that 2015-16 team, um, we knew sort of that that was the end of the line, right? And then we were going to have to go through this process of, of, you know, what everybody talks about is the seven-year rebuild or whatever, right? I know that's uh, more of a hockey thing in that necessary sense, but it it, it is a long process to rebuild your franchise from the ground up, and, and that's what we did. And so now to be thinking that we might have to go through that again is scary. And I think right now we haven't seen what we need to see from this team. They haven't made a run like that. They haven't been that electric force that, that the whole country rallies behind again, which is a little bit sad, right? That 2015-16 season, like people would – like you'd be stopped on the street. If you were wearing a Jays hat, people would be like, holy, like are we going all the way this year? I don't know if necessarily we can say that this year. Like I don't know if I'm – seeing somebody or talking to my buddies and saying, do you think this is the year? And they're saying, yeah, like I'm just not quite there. Well, it's tough to say that, especially when the Jays really haven't made uh, a big move at all in free agency. Like obviously they got these uh, Kevin Kiermaier, love to have him back. Kind of for left as a good fielder. But again, when you're looking at this last year's team, we've been saying it for as soon as we started this podcast and we've been saying it for years that uh, the Jays just don't have hitting. And now there's a couple of guys going on this free agent market. We need to bring somebody in. But at the same time, if you don't have good years from Vladdy, you don't have good year from Kirk Varsho, these are the guys that you need to step up. These are the guys that you already have established on your team. And if they hit the way they did last year with low averages, no power, no clutch hitting, this team's going to be the exact same. And we're going to be having these exact same conversations in a year. I hope it doesn't turn out like that. and doesn't transpire that way. But hopefully we're running out of time. Spring spring training is in less than a month. So we're also running out of time to get uh, a trade cooking here. You're 100% right in the sense that it seems like every year we're talking about maybe not necessarily the same thing, but but there's always a lot of concern, it feels like. And it's like, should we be at this point with this team, with this group of guys? Should we be concerned every single offseason and looking for a move? I think necessarily we shouldn't have to be making moves. These guys, for the most part, should be enough. Well, you listen to the guys talk about this team and uh, how important each individual player is. Like, George Springer comes and he says, like, watching Vladdy have uh, batting practice, watching Matt Chapman, Kevin Vigio. Obviously, Chapman's not signed yet. Hopefully, he does come back. But these guys have the talent. And Bo in his interview also said that 
he believes that there's enough talent on this roster roster to succeed and make the World Series. But also, he did mention that it wouldn't be the worst idea to come get a veteran for uh, this team. He did mention J.D. Martinez and Justin Turner in that interview. Yeah, Obviously, a little bit older guys, but they've done it before, right? You need these guys with experience. You need the guys that have gone through the playoffs, gone through the struggles, these big moments. And hopefully they can teach something to these younger guys on the team, make them feel a little more comfortable in the box. Yeah, and, and I will say, to, to end this off, what he did say was, at the end of the day, we have everything we need. It comes down to what we're willing to do and what it takes to be great. And this goes back to exactly what we talked about. Um, if you guys want to go back and listen, we did a whole segment just on the attitude of this team. And this goes exactly back to that. You have to have the mindset of, I'm here to win. I'm here to do my job. And which of these guys, like we said, did not have. They weren't here to necessarily, it didn't seem like anyway, as a fan, necessarily there to win. So when I look at this team and I, and I look who we have, and I'm going to repeat this all season, I think in, in this he did say as well, he thinks we have the pieces to, to be able to be a winning team, which I 100% agree with. I think if you look up and down this lineup, do we need to add a bat? Not necessarily. If we get everybody, it, it sort of hasn't worked out where everybody together has been at their best. So if we can get to a point where everybody or 90% of this team is at their best together, this team is this team could win World Series. Yeah, like this team is good when they are all clicking. But at the same time, like you are putting faith in a lot of guys that haven't really proven themselves, right? You got Davis Schneider who might be in the running. Guys like Kevin Biggio is he had a great end of the year last year, but he has a guy that kind of has been up and down. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer had a good year last year, but same thing. Not really a guy that's uh, going to hit for power for sure. But like even on base, like he's getting older. He's getting to the end of his career. He was great last year. Hopefully he can continue that. But then you got like Barger or Elvis Martinez. Like these guys are not really proven. And obviously you do want your young players to develop. But I think with all these great hitters still on the market, I think Jays fans are going to be really pissed off at Ross Atkins if he doesn't make a move for this team. For sure. And, and I mean, we'll get into that because I think we have a, we're, we're going to have a segment coming up uh, in the next few episodes of trade targets, realistic trade targets, and what maybe personally we'd like to see. Um, but in, it, at the same respect, and I think you made this point um, earlier when we were talking, is we do have a, a lot of young talent coming up. But I think as Jay's management and as Jay's fans, we have to think, do we want to risk the maybe possibly last couple of years of Laddie and Bo on developing new guys? Or should right now be the time where we go out and we get guys that will try to win? It's going to be very, very difficult to compete with the Yankees and the Dodgers. And there's a lot of teams... For me, I think you got it. You can't. You can't stay steady at what we have. Even though I like what we have, and I think we can be good to win a World Series, you need more. Uh, and at some point, you have to think this team's been together, like the core players, for a good amount of time now, and we haven't seen any success. At what point are we gonna kind of throw in the towel and be like, "Hey, this might not be it. These players might not be what we think they were going to turn out to be," and we might have to blow it up. We might have to make a big trade. You might have to just kind of do a prospect haul yeah. and just reset. It sucks to say, and I hope it doesn't go that direction yeah. because I do not want to go through a rebuild. No, But if this season isn't successful, I don't know if you, you're going to be able to salvage uh, another reason to get this team to 
buy again at the deadline and continue to getting big free agents in the offseason. So I, I'm, I'm going to ask you a quick question here. So first of all, I want to say I don't want to hit the panic button. And I don't know for you, this is part one of this question, but are you looking for the panic button? Maybe you're not hitting it, but are you, are you finding out where it is in the room? No, I'm not. I'm definitely not panicking yet. But I think, like I said, this is this is the year. If this team doesn't make the playoffs or at least doesn't win a game in the playoffs, I'm hitting the panic button. Oh, okay, for sure. So, so that was going to be my question. What is your idea of a successful year for this team? I'm thinking ALCS. It has to be ALCS this year. Um, obviously, we haven't seen this team make the ALDS since uh, that 2015 run. And, yeah, it's it, at this point, we've seen it. We've seen the team do well in the regular season. We think of all these World Series aspirations. These, this is our year. This is our year. And we just haven't seen them close a the game out. So I'm thinking that you got to hopefully win in the division, but if not, obviously advance in the wild card game. And then you got to take care of business in the ALDS and hopefully make it to the LCS this year. Yeah. My, my biggest thing is, is getting into playoffs because I know as much as you know, that what, what usually happens is the team that gets the breaks maybe don't go the furthest. Right. And so it, as long as they make playoffs, anything can happen. And I, that goes without said for pretty much every sport there is, right. Is if you get into the playoffs, it's a different, completely different breed and which these guys have seen right because sometimes the playoffs come around with these with these players that we have and it is like a deer in headlights with them you saw it with the braves a few years ago nobody even last year you saw it with the rangers everyone thought they had the the bats obviously they did great hitting team yeah but the biggest problem with them was everyone saying the bullpen's not good enough the bullpen's not good enough when you hit like three four home runs a game and you're scoring seven eight nine runs your pitching doesn't have to be that good yeah. that's what we saw kind of saw in 2021 we were winning a lot of games from we were down six two seven three and coming back and it was really fun to watch yeah so hopefully that we can uh we can get some hitters on this team hopefully balance the lineup out a little bit more and hopefully produce uh some more runs for this pitching staff that probably was getting pretty frustrated at the end of last year yeah and you know what i, I do want to get into um a potential move that the jays are definitely considering um and and and, and maybe give that a quick talk so we're going to do that right away Braden, if you had an extra 100 dollars in vegas what would you do with it i'm a blackjack guy so i'd probably throw it on blackjack Hey, that's a great idea. Hopefully get a blackjack. You can get that to 250 Good night out. Uh, go to the bars. Maybe have a nice dinner. And you can do all that with Game Time. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. And right now, all users get $100 off when they buy a big game ticket with code VEGAS100. I know with my experience with Game Time, I like going to last-minute games. Uh, the Jets, uh, I'm not a Jets fan, but I'm a Canucks fan. But the Jets always play, and they have a lot of great matchups. They're a great team this year. So their games are always gritty. They're always a battle. So I love watching, uh, especially when they play like Dallas, Vegas, those tough like grinder teams. And game time is great for giving me a last minute deal for cheap, forty, fifty dollars. Great experience. Give you like six rows from the ice. It's awesome. You guys should check that out. Uh, game time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with the purchase. See the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Right now, all Game Time users get $100 off a big game ticket with code Vegas100. Terms apply. Just download the Game Time app and use code Vegas100 for $100 off a big game ticket. Or if you're not going to the game, use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. 
Okay. Well, it's time to have that discussion. Do the Jays need more pitching? Actually, I'm going to ask this in a bit different way. Do the Jays want more pitching for some reason? Uh, yeah, I think Ross loves pitching. I think uh, Cupid shot him with an arrow, the pitching arrow, and he just can't get enough of it. He's saying, screw the bats. We don't give up any runs. We don't need to score runs. And I don't know if that philosophy is going too well with the rest of uh, Blue Jays fans here. But one guy we have been linked to, I'm not sure how you would feel about this, but Domingo Herman. There's five other teams as well as the Jays that are linked to this guy, the Orioles being one of them. What are your What's your opinion on Domingo Herman coming to the Jays? I don't want him, to be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm not going to, like, hold back here. I, I don't care. I don't want him. He's He's not bad, but... He's also not as good as some of the guys we have. And why do we need more mediocre pitching? Like, I'm going to go over the stats of the year from last season. ERA of 4.56, 108.2 innings, 20 home runs allowed, 34 walks, 114 strikeouts. So he's a big strikeout guy, but he gives up a lot of runs. And to be honest with you, I just don't need any more pitching on this team. I've seen enough. I, I, I get it. We want pitching. I understand. But in the same respect... Can we sign a bat to save, like, to save our lives here? Like, gun, gun to my head. You want Domingo Herman, or do you not want anybody? I'm, I'd honestly just go nobody at this point. Screw it. Let's ride with what we have. Yeah, soon I feel like Ross is going to make a huge trade for some like 38 year old reliever that we probably don't need. But yeah, it, with Domingo Herman, uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but earlier in the the J season, he was actually caught using sticky stuff. He got kicked out of the game. There, we saw on his pants, a dark brown substance. Obviously, he was dialing in that game. But when you're cheating, you can't really give the guy too much respect. And Domingo Herman, uh, he's not a great guy either. Known for domestic abuse, and you kind of saw how we handled Roberto Osuna with that. Osuna, obviously, a lot better of a pitcher, but the Jays have a no-tolerance policy for all that, and we do as well. So I do not want this guy even remotely close to our locker room. Yeah, I just I, this makes zero sense to me. And And you know what? Again, this is a report. This isn't, you know, this isn't gospel, but in the same respect, why are we linked to this guy at all, to be honest with you? He doesn't fit the Jays' mold whatsoever. I mean, yes, he had a perfect game last year, which was cool to see, but it was against the Oakland Athletics. But does it really count? You're kind of playing like a little league team at that point. They're not even going to be a team in two years. Yeah, they might be relocating as well. So, I mean, if you look at the stats, you look at like a guy like that, he'd probably slide into that fifth rotation spot. But that's, I think it's the same reason why we didn't go after a guy like Tommy Pham, why Marcus Stroman, a lot of Jays fans do not like. It's because of these huge attitudes that do not get along with uh, – they're not great locker room guys. They don't get along with their teammates very well. And just not good guys in, in general, just kind of garbage human beings that are going to beat their wives and hit their kids. Just not, not something I want the Jays to be associated no, with. No, and, and that's exactly the conversation we had with Roberto Azuna was, you know – I love the guy, great pitcher, but, you know, you start throwing hands at somebody and I'm, you know, see ya. Don't want anything to do with you. And so why in the world? And and to be honest with you, put all that aside, the Blue Jays don't need another pitcher. That, 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 that's, that's the end of conversation. There's There's nothing more that needs to be talked about. They don't need another pitcher. Take away everything else make it somebody else's name and it's another reliever with his stats without the everything else against him. And I'd still say the same thing. I don't want this, this guy, give me some bats or let's go. Let's just ride. 
Yeah, I don't even know if Kerman would make the team out of training camp either. We, like, it's pretty crowded already with uh, Yariel Rodriguez. I think they're trying to kind of ease into that role. But you don't know, nobody knows what Alec Manoa is doing right now. And nobody knows how bad Fountain France is going to be. I know he's very interested in that starting role. I'll quickly go over some uh, Herman pitches here. He's a big curveball guy. 40% of the time throwing that curveball, uh, plays the fastball off of it. And then he also throws this changeup and a sinker. Not very often, just kind of mixes it in. Uh, the thing is that another thing that we haven't talked about yet, this guy was on the Yankees. If you go to the Yankees, you're dead to me. I don't want this guy even near our team. Unless Aaron Judge, that doesn't include you. If you want to come, uh, we'll, we'll greet you with the open arms. But the rest of the Yankees, you guys can stay in New York and have fun over there with your friends. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I Listen, I, I, I'm not as hard on them as – I. don't get me wrong. Not a fan of the Yankees. But in the same respect, if a, if a guy's good enough, I'll take him. But, yeah, this guy is not good enough to come from the Yankees to the Blue Jays and have all those, I don't know if there were allegations or charges, I'm not even sure, but um, I didn't, like, go full in-depth into this yeah, guy's I'm criminal afraid, record history. It was history, proven, but, it was proven, yeah. It so, not, not a great human being. We, yeah, we don't want this guy. No. I, you know what, Carter? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't even want to talk about this anymore. I, what I really want to do is get into this special draft that you created for us. The other thing I wanted to mention was make sure you guys check out Lock on, Locked On Sports Today which is our national 24-7 streaming service, and it's available anytime. So you could be 4 in the morning, you could be 4 at, four at night, you could be having breakfast. Go check this out, and uh, you can get all of your sports coverage there. I also want to mention that my Twitter is braden 5 Wasco. Carter's is CarterFirst2, because, again, every time we say this, we will say he could not get the one. Coming for you. So with the MLB season not quite underway yet, uh, you know, there's NHL action, but there's also the NFL playoffs. And there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose, because we need that. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like the live same-game parlays. And I think I'm going to keep saying this, is I love live same-game parlays. If a game's going into overtime or if there's a certain thing I think is going to hit, okay, I'll just jump right on the app. I'll throw some money down, bang, boom, bang, I'm in, and then I'm a winner. It makes a boring game a lot more interesting. Find bets in the new Explorer tab. Also, you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays. The parlays are my go-to if I actually have time to sit down and like look through what I want. But if I also just want to put something down quickly, there is pre-made parlays, which are fantastic. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Okay, Carter. So you created another special draft. Last time we did guys you'd want to take to the bar. What time? What one do you have for us today? This one also could associate some alcohol, depending on how this goes. But this one today is going to be a golf round. Ooh. So you're going to have a foursome, including yourself. So you know three other Blue, Jay- Blue Jays players. Whether they play golf, you could just be there for the vibes. You could be there to just watch somebody suck. Whatever you want to do. Uh, there's a bunch of guys on this team that do golf, a bunch of guys that don't. So I'm going to give you the first pick again, since I did create the draft. I've been thinking about this for a while. So, Braden, what do you have at the 1-1 here for the golf draft? Okay, so in, in my head, there's two picks. 
there, there's a one, one and a one, two. Now you can go with either of these guys. Um, and after you make your selection, I will tell you why, but I'm going to go with the man, the babe, Davis Schneider. And you love that guy. Hey? Yeah. He's my number one for everything. Yeah, you saw that he kind of changed the facial hair, eh? shaved the mustache off. I know. Uh, he kind of has it the same length as you do now. It's not fully off, but he's still got a little bit of scruffle, scruffle there. So. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, I, I feel like he's a guy that would, like, throw down some money on some holes or just have a good time, you know. Oh, so you want him to beers. contribute to uh, your parlay addiction here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll say we'll say loser maybe places a parlay for the other guy or something. We'll, we'll figure it out. That's uh, I think you picked him first in uh, the going out draft of the park. I'll, I'll, pick him out, I'll pick him first for anything. So That's the problem. I'm going to have to get the 101 if I ever want David Schneider. That's right. Uh, the guy I'm going to go with here, guy that goes fairly often, is very into it. Uh, with Ryan Barucki, actually, I think it was in 2018. He went for a tournament. I don't know where it is exactly. Was it the Golf Canada tournament? Yes, he was yeah. a part of Golf Canada because he is the Canadian Jordan Romano. Love it. A uh, guy that golfs a lot, always just going to be great vibes on the course. He's going to he's gonna be a competitor out there. He's going to kind of keep you into the game. Maybe you're going to go lower than you ever have before. I think it'd be a very interesting time. I'll tell you exactly why I wasn't going to pick him is because he would slaughter me out there. It would be a bloodbath. And probably so with Davis Schneider, but like also, oh, yeah. you know, maybe, I'll, maybe I can, you know, I, I think I can convince him to have a couple more beers on the course or something. Give me probably, a chance. He'd probably like that. We're making him look good too. So no complaints from that guy. That's but right. I'll give it back to you here for your second pick. Yeah. My, uh, my two, one here is going to be Kevin Gosman. That's a good pick. I like I, that. You know, I think he, he likes Another to golfer. Yeah. He likes to golf. Uh, I think a big vibes guy, uh, you know, a couple cigars on the course. We could, we could definitely have a time. I'm going to go, this one might be a little bit off the board, but I know this guy's a great golfer. I'm going to go with Ernie Clement, mm. a guy that I've heard is good at pretty much everything he does. So we'll Big see how he can stripe it on the golf course. Maybe I'll see the best golf I've ever seen in person. It'd be a good time. Uh, Ernie seems like a very chill guy too. He's good at have a lot to talk about, I believe. Yeah. Big hockey guy too. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be a fun time with those two so far. Ernie's just an athlete. Hey, like just through and through, just an athlete. Like I feel like he'd be a guy that you you throw him on the volleyball court and he'd figure oh, out. You throw him randomly. You throw yeah. him in badminton. Maybe he's good at croquet. Probably yeah. like yeah. bocce ball, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I will go with. Oh goodness, I I don't know. There's so many options. I am gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Chris Bassett. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I just think another guy like you know. Could go out there and golf, just a good time. Like I feel like you know, I, we haven't brought him up in any of the drafts yet. So I think uh, I don't know. I just like to get to know, to know the guy, like personally. Like he's not a big media guy either, which I think Davis does a little bit more media stuff. Uh, Jordy's done some. Uh, so yeah, I think I think he'd just be a good guy to like get to know. Yeah, you don't really hear about him talking to the media too much. That's correct. So it would be interesting to kind of get him to open up a little bit and see if pick his mind a little, see yeah. what he's thinking about. All right, I'm surprised uh, this guy's still here. Maybe a little bit off the board, actually, as well, though. But if he got a hold of his driver, I think this ball would be launched to Mars. Would he Would he be finding uh, Bradley Zimmer or what? I hope so. Maybe Bradley Zimmer would be uh, an interesting guy to golf with as well. Maybe uh, he could be my caddy here. <laughs> there you go. Maybe I could be his caddy. It's probably more realistic. But I'm going to go with Blatty, actually. Obviously not a big golfer, but if he got that leg kick, he could probably hit the ball to the moon, man. It would be so cool to see and also, at like this point, kind of let Ernie and Jordy fight it out. And maybe me and Vladdy just kind of have a bit, like, just good old times. Yeah. Enjoy the links. Enjoy the views. Just relax and let those two dogs uh, go at it. Yeah, I like I, I like the picks. We're going to have to sort of somehow convince these guys to come for a round. 
yeah. or actually maybe we go for a round because they probably have a few nicer courses here than, than we oh, do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a, a few okay ones in Winnipeg, but they can't compare to the ones in Ontario. Yeah, there there is some nice courses out there. And I mean, those guys, uh, they played some nice courses, I'm guessing, with their MLB money. They've probably gone for a few trips. To and a lot play. of these guys, I mean, in the offseason, like I know Ernie and Davis, they don't have kids. So, I mean, they just hit up the links. I mean, yeah. what else is there to do, right? A lot of these guys are big gamers, big golfers. Yeah, sounds like us in the summers. Oh, well, exactly, right? You yeah. can't, can't go wrong with games and golf, right? Yeah, that's right. Baseball, golf, games, can't go wrong. A couple beers, good to go. That's all you need in life. We've, uh, of course, we've had, a, you know, another great time doing these episodes. Uh, we want to thank you guys all for uh consistently tuning in we're gonna have so much more we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna get to next level when the season kicks off and we can start watching games and and you know really breaking stuff down and and getting excited like like i'm already like my blood's starting to be like all right when's the season getting here you know um but yeah it's been fantastic you guys being fantastic some of the comments uh great some of them not so great but you know (laughs) We hey, have fun with them. We'll take any comment we can get, whether you love us or you hate us. Keep yeah. commenting. Let us know how you feel about the podcast. And right now, the trade deadline in the NBA is getting close. The NHL is coming up. NFL playoffs. A lot of big sporting moments going on. So it's a great time to check out the Locked On 24-7 streaming app. Uh, go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to Locked On's first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, I'll link our Twitters one more time here. We got Braden 5 Owasco and Carter first 2 because they couldn't get the 1. Still got to figure out who this guy is. Uh, next week, we got a lot more good content coming your guys' way. Be sure to tune in Monday morning, and we'll see you guys next week. Actually, that's what you bet. Uh, you play golf, and you bet that if uh, you beat Jordy, he has to buy you that Twitter account. Oh, that could be great, actually. How do you, how much do you think that's going to go for? I don't know. It's Carter first yeah. 1. It's probably like 5 bucks. That's a very coveted name, man. Very coveted name. Thanks again for watching, guys. Take it easy.